0: Welcome to the Deep Fried Bets Podcast. Featuring Blake, Boomer, and C.G.
1: Nested. Oh. Let's make gambling great again.
2: All right, folks. Welcome back to the deep fried bets podcast Woo! chapter 2.14 chapter 2 episode 14 welcome back my friends boomer and here back on the call again with us Ooh. how are y'all doing this afternoon this evening i
0: should say yep pretty damn good now now yep. that uh, I finally got over that big old hump of uh, 500 for the year yeah barely over
2: barely over boomer did get to that Ninety two,
1: ninety and
2: one for nice man yeah. <laughs> it was a long it was a long uh, long climb up but it always feels great at the top Collier, you got some work to do Fifty five, sixty five and three and me 108 86 and four We've what's got. that winning percentage right there uh, i haven't calculated that up it's not
0: a, very good not
2: very good 108 86 pretty high <laughs> let's see what that is right quick
0: I think you've been Hillary Clinton some of these numbers the past few yeah. weeks.
2: I wish. That'd be a lot better if I did. Could
1: uh, could have been uh,
2: Russia. It was. If any of these numbers are incorrect, blame Russia because they've yeah. clearly hacked our system. I am currently sitting at a whopping 56% on the year. Got to get a little better than that, though. It's uh, pretty fucking good. It's coming with the bowls, though. So, 11-3 and last time we were out. Again, we took the week off last week. Um... You know, there was not much college football to do. We are we love college football. There was enough show.
0: college football for me to lose on that. There for-
2: sure was, and there's enough for me to win. Uh, we spent the day at, uh, actually, P, you remember, a friend of the show from last mm-hmm. year. Uh, he got married this past weekend, so we had us a dandy time at his wedding, and we were uh, watching some college football. We got a little degenerate action in with some D2 action early Saturday morning. Can't recommend it.
1: Did so you get some of that North Coast state?
2: We did. Can't recommend it.
1: Pretty much the same as freebasing heroin. It weird. is. Yeah. Um, yeah, North Dakota State is basically the biggest powerhouse that ever existed. Yeah, and
2: you know South Dakota State hung with them for a little bit, and <laughs> neither one of them could hit that over. Sacks of shit. All right, so we're back. No guests tonight. We've got a bowl special for you. I told you we're going to roll through every single bowl game, and the first Woo! 10, we're going to come at you tonight. We're going to be back next Wednesday, hopefully, get the next 15. And then the Wednesday after that, the next 15. So we're going to knock every single bowl game out. Obviously, we'll do some special stuff for the ch- the playoff, the championship game, all that fun stuff. We've got a few NFL games for you as well. Uh, some scheduled. And then we'll have a, an off-the-book NFL game. And, of course, our Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the bowl week. So we're going uh, to see what everybody's favorite Stone Cold lock is for this week. So, like Man, I said, we- no, no guess this week. Uh, we're going to kind of see what it does time-wise to, for us to run through all these, so hopefully we'll get some maybe one or two guests in next week to talk about some more bowls. NFL playoffs are coming up soon, so that should be entertaining. Well, let's go ahead and get started. Bowl season kicks off Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. We've got the Gildan New Mexico Bowl. Your favorite shirt now brings you your favorite bowl. This game kicks off at 1 p.m. all the way out in New Mexico. We've got... The Lobos of New Mexico catch their seven point favorites against the Roadrunners of Texas San Antonio. Friends of the program, uh, Boomer, yep. who do you like in this spot right here on Saturday? Obviously,
0: I love the Roadrunners, they've covered for me all year. Huge fan of Texas at San Antonio. I mean. <sighs> I, I'm i so tempted to give out the money line right here, but I'll just go ahead and take the points and save that for later.
1: Yep, okay. Call here. All right, well, uh, first of all, I just want to point out that New Mexico gets to play a bowl game. In their, is it their home stadium? I believe
2: it is, but this is one of those, like, yeah, I think Vegas is kind of giving you a little bit of
0: home field advantage. It's,
1: it's like, damn, we get to play in a bowl game, but it's our, our fucking On stadium. Yeah, and there will be
0: uh, Walter White supposed to be passing out some of that crystal
1: meth (laughs) outside.
0: Yeah, he's uh. So those guys are gonna be pretty tuned up for this. All
1: right, I'm taking New Mexico minus seven because they beat Wyoming on the last game of the year, so they're coming in hot.
2: Okay, so New Mexico. I'm obviously
1: on Texas San Antonio
2: as well as Boomer alluded to. They've made us some money this year. This is the kind time of year to reward those teams that uh, you stuck with them all year. Why not roll with them through bowl season? Love underdogs in bowl season. Um, I think Vegas is adjusting a little bit for the home field advantage. There will be less of their home field there than I think in the regular season. I mean, just why? Who cares? Like, you know, if your team is playing in their home stadium, I, I don't want to go see that bowl game. Uh,
1: dude, if you live in New Mexico, like, what the fuck do you have to do besides? Go to that
2: bowl game. I mean, it's like at eleven o'clock local time. I'm not getting up to go watch Te- Texas San Antonio play New Mexico, uh, but Texas San Antonio, I gonna get up for it. They're uh, they're on Central Time, I believe. So they sure as
1: hell got up for it in Athens a couple weeks ago.
2: Yeah, they sure did.
1: Uh, uh, dude, I'm getting up drinking cold beers in the morning for that game.
2: Oh, well, you know, we'll be up for it. I just don't know that the Lobos will. So, give me Texas San Antonio plus the seven here. Um, next up. We got the Las Vegas Bowl, this year presented by GEICO. Um, always a fun bowl game out in Las Vegas. But, you know, I think most of the players there would rather be elsewhere. They don't really want to be playing mm-hmm. football. And that's why this game is at 2.30 Central. Uh, Houston, four-point favorites against San Diego State. It's the fighting Donald Pumphreys. Uh Last game, Donald Pumfrey, I think, needs 109 yards to break the all-time NCAA rushing record, so they'll be looking to feed him the rock. You talking about day-day? What now? You talking about day-day? Sure. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if that's what people call him. But uh, Houston, (laughs) high-profile coaching change. Lost Tom Herman. Made Todd Orlando the interim. While Major Applewhite was on staff. And then gave the permanent job to Major Applewhite and took the interim tag away from Todd Orlando, who I think has already relocated to Texas with Tom Herman. So you, you prepared for two weeks under Tom Herman or under um, Todd Orlando, and then he shifts, and you, now you got to prepare under the offensive coordinator. Uh, confusion right there. Houston didn't cover any of their games down the stretch aside from that Louisville game. Tom Herman obviously had a, a good deal there. He could get those kids hyped up for these national televised games and these games they weren't really supposed to win. I mean, they're good, but I don't know that they're really going to be all up for it. I like San Diego State. Probably one of the two or three best players in their program history's final game. They're going to try to send Pumphrey out on a high note. So give me the Aztecs and the four. Collier, who you like here?
1: Yeah, I'm not right in San Diego State too. I think Houston's going to be devastated because they just lost their coach. Plus the fact they're in fucking Vegas, and you already know everybody that goes out there on that Houston team is going to be in their beds, you know, at curfew because they're in Vegas, right? Right. Now, give me, give me, San Diego State at home. They're the Mountain West champions for a reason. I like them. Yeah, their head coach is not going to be there to kiss
2: them
0: on the forehead. So, um, Boomer, who you like here? Well, there ain't no tears being shed on the Houston sideline. That's for damn sure. They got major Payne Applewhite coming in. Hot, Terrible hire. Getting that Getting that program started up on a high note going into next year. Super, super value play on Houston in this game. This should be at least a touchdown favorite. They got a couple of defensive players that are trying to play for their way in the NFL. I think Pumphrey, a.k.a. the only offensive weapon whatsoever on the Aztecs' sideline, gets stopped. Ward, he's still there. He may have a bum shoulder or bum elbow or bum whatever, but they—I mean—they proved it. They beat a damn good Louisville team. I—I think that I think uh, they—they they, they run. Same damn this
2: good line. Louisville team that lost as a twenty-eight point favorite to hey, Kentucky? Kentucky.
0: Hey, Kentucky's a new powerhouse, man. East Bear, watch out. Jesus Christ! All right,
2: so you're taking that's Houston?
0: A- that's a that's that's shit. That's that's a give me play. We're probably going to hear that one later on down the line. Okay, well,
2: see on paper that's just a really good matchup. You got ten and three versus nine and three in a two thirty game, the second NC or college football bowl game if you don't count the celebration bowl. Um, oh, we count that. No. Well,
0: I, I look at it this way: Houston uh, allows roughly ninety eight rushing yards a game. That tells me they they. I mean, they quite They haven't played a bunch of kindergartners out there. They've played teams that are a hell of a lot better than the. Mountain West, South Dakota State Conference that San Diego State comes from. Right. So you're
2: taking Houston, of me, car like the Aztecs here. Next mm-hmm. up, the Raycom Media Camellia Bowl <laughs> in the Gump, Montgomery, Alabama. Um, not going to be too many people there. Never are. Um, Appalachia State, pretty sure they play here every year. Uh, One-and-a-half point dogs versus the Toledo Rockets. Um Toledo got a lot of offense, App State started off pretty good, then they ran into Miami and then they just barely got to, uh, I mean they got to 9-3, and three, but they've not impressed like you would think they would. Collier, who you're starting off with here?
1: Yeah, fuck it dude, give me Toledo Rockets, I like their uh, logo, I think it's pretty uh, smooth, App State kind of pissed me off because they're from a the small ass little city in North Carolina, don't really like the name of that city, so I'm going to go Toledo. Boom. Okay. All right. Boomer, who do you like here? <laughs> I don't know.
0: I mean, this is this is a difficult one. I definitely don't feel as confident as I do with my Houston pick on this one. But uh, I, I like App State. I like their defense in this spot. They already played a better offense in Troy uh, earlier in the season. They did lose by four, but they hung with them, and it was at Troy. They played in this area of the country. Toledo is not. A little bit of uh, lesser travel for them, and they're coming in as underdogs. I think they're going to have something to prove. Also, that linebacking core, they've got got—they've got a couple of people playing primetime and trying to make a little bit of money here in a couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, so yeah. this is at a pick them elsewhere. I think you're definitely getting value with App State at one of the, one of the hooks. So I'm going to take them. Um, Satterfield's a pretty good coach. I think his name will start to surface next year on some uh, bigger job lists. But he's here for now. This could be his last bowl game at Appalachian State. So I like the Mountaineers to uh, to come in, knock off the Toledo Rockets. So take the money line here, one and a half, same thing pretty much. Not going to get much more value, but I like uh, App State here as well. Next up, the AutoNation Cure Bowl. In Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. Um, Central Florida is actually a six-point favorite against Arkansas State. This will be one of those that people are calling it a home game. Again, it's Orlando, 5:30 in the afternoon. Go do something else aside <laughs> from the Auto Nation Cure Bowl if you
0: live in Orlando. Um, Boomer, who you like here? Well, I'm getting a better offense, a better defense, and six points. I'm
1: going with the uh, the Wolves of Arkansas State.
0: Okay. Carter.
1: Yeah, I'm going to agree with them. They've won seven of the last eight, and UCS had an up-and-down season, ended it with a loss to South Florida, which is not a good look. And I don't know. I just feel like – Arkansas State's got that red wolf in them. They're just coming there with a bite.
2: Yeah, I mean, Arkansas State, love them here. Um, They're historically a pretty good program Uh, the last seven or eight years. A lot of hot coaches have came came out of there, um, have a decent program. Central Florida, all right, now let's think about this for a second. Last year went 0-12, and now they're six-point favorites in a bowl game. Less than 365 days later. Um, Don't like it. Don't like it at all. I'm going to take who I think is the better team and the points, Arkansas State. If you're uh, looking for some value here, uh, take the Red Wolves on the money line here. But for safety purposes, I'm going to give you the plus six, and we're going to take the Red Wolves here in this spot in the AutoNation Cure Bowl. Next up, we're traveling down to the Big Easy. We're headed to the Superdome, and we've got the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. In the Superdome between Southern Miss and the permanent residents of this bowl, Louisiana Lafayette, Ragin' Cajuns. I swear to God they play this bowl every (laughs) single year. Is this like one of those with the Armed Forces Bowl that they just get a permanent invite every year? Yep. I mean, if you get to 6-6, and congratulations, Ragin' Cajuns. Come on down to the Superdome. Southern Miss, a a four-and-a-half-point favorites. Another one of these, a faux home spot, 8 o'clock in New Orleans, go do something else, then go to this game. Um, Southern Miss, four-and-a-half-point favorite. Collier, who do you like here?
1: Oh, I love the Raging Cajuns. I love that nickname. I feel like they're going to get after that ass. Maybe catch some fucking Gators after this game. Uh, screw Southern Mississippi. They got nothing for me, and I think that we're going to stomp that ass. Let's go, Raising cages All right, Boomer. I hope, you, uh, <laughs> hope your synopsis
0: is as good as that. Uh, well, I also like Louisiana Lafayette. Like you said, they played this game every year, so they had their hotel picked out. They even got their damn pillow picked out at the hotel room. So I, they've got LSU's former quarterback, Jennings. Dude's a damn athlete. McGuire, pretty solid running back uh southern miss super under the radar they beat a lot of very terrible teams that they play with um in losing a lot of it they hung with a, a georgia, georgia team that was spiking towards the end of the year and then they ended the year uh with two conference wins i mean one against arkansas state that we just talked about and then the one against losing monroe which is is not significant but to say that they beat them 30 to three. So they have the ability to put up points and they're getting four and a half points basically at home. I'm, I'm taking them.
2: Love, love, love Southern Miss here. Um, metrics love them too. again, overinflation for this home game. Public's going to see that kind of thing. Ooh, Louisiana's playing in the new Orleans bowl, hop all over them. Um, I like Southern Miss a lot here. I think that they are very high-powered offense. That that's a program that's headed in the right direction. Um, Lafayette, just
0: they don't do much for me, man. Well, so, I mean, you you put it that way, Southern the players at Southern Miss and the players at Louisiana Lafayette. Are hooking up with the same girls. I mean, I can agree on that. That's fair. I mean, it's a Southeast Louisiana dirt legs from the bayou. You got to pass
2: through Hattiesburg to get to New Orleans, anyways. So um,
0: you got to pass through hell to get to Hattiesburg.
2: That's true. It ain't too far away. Um, But I think that Southern Miss is very streaky program. Like they jump up and down uh, from bowl game to not bowl game. They go 0 and 12 one year and then Fedora's got them 11-1 and one a couple of years later. So, I mean, they're just all it's over the place.
0: spread on this game, just, just for the listening audience, has gone to five, so I would hold off until game time because it things i shoot up. Well, you might want to take it now if you're taking Southern
2: Miss like I am. Uh... I think they're going to want to be there more. Louisiana Lafayette's got to be pl- tired of playing the same shit every year. Give me a uh, Southern Miss here.
0: <laughs> you better watch out for Bobby Boucher in this game. He might be coming in at halftime.
2: Well, I remember that time he showed up at halftime <laughs> and SCLSU mud dogs won the bourbon bowl. You know, the goddamn mud dogs haven't been good since that season. They hadn't. They hadn't had a quarterback, Joe Montana, left. And, you know, well, so uh, that's our five for Saturday. Uh, not, not your usual Saturday college football slate, but it is Saturday college football nonetheless. Next up, you get the Sunday off, and we'll get to some of those games here shortly. Don't worry. The Miami Beach Bowl, Central what? Michigan, plus 12.5 versus Tulsa. So you got middle-of-nowhere Michigan versus middle-of-nowhere Oklahoma in South Beach, Miami. Tell me what can go wrong here. Uh, Tulsa, 12.5-point favorites against Central Michigan. Uh, Boomer, who do you like in this game?
0: Nah, honestly, no uh, no real side on this game. Uh, Tulsa's won me some money this year. So, I mean, I think 12 and a s a lot, but these bowl games can get out of hand fairly quickly. So, I'm, I'm going to take Tulsa in this All one.
1: All right, Collier? All right, so just to make everybody's Mondays better, they're going to take a big old fat shit on us and put a bowl game between Tulsa and Central Michigan Right at two thirty, so we're sitting there thinking, "How can this day get any shittier?" And you turn on the ESPN because you're bored at two thirty, and there we've got this Dude, big old get, shitter. It's college football in the middle of the day. It's great. The biggest shitter of the bowl season.
2: My whole thing is, why does that have to be the middle of the day? Like, I'm I don't sure know. the Monday night matchup this week is shit. So why not? Uh, Panthers,
1: Redskins, Monday yeah. Night Football, so yeah. Oh, you Panthers, can, Redskins,
0: that's the opportunity to make some money right there now. So is this. Collier, who are you
1: taking? Yeah, I'm taking Tulsa, only because I think
2: uh, Central Michigan sucks. Okay, here is my logic here. Tulsa has won some money this year. Philip Montgomery, uh, good coach. Uh, one of Art scumbag, scumbag brows, protégés from Baylor, uh, got that program going good. But Central Michigan did something this year that Tulsa did not. Central Michigan went on the road, and uh, they beat they beat Oklahoma State. They don't I don't care what the record books tell you uh, or what the asterisks tell you. They beat them. So you're telling me I can get a team who went to Stillwater and beat Oklahoma State and 13 points? Dude, that was Tulsa? three
0: months ago. I don't care. It was not three months ago, and they've uh, they've. I, that's I mean that's a good point, but. I mean, me and Collier get a team that went into Orlando and beat the hell out of Central Florida. Well,
1: exactly. You
0: tell me who's getting more value. Blake right.
2: Bortles ain't there no more.
0: But well, no, he was for sure there. Well, the Brandon ain't in, in Stillwater anymore.
2: I like thirteen points in a ball game almost every time I can get it. Uh, Chippewas. They're uh, they're going to get they're a little healthier. They got banged up midseason. Uh, a little bit healthier, getting some some guys back. Cooper Rush is a good quarterback. He uh, he might play at the next level. Tulsa's quarterback is probably not going to play at the next level. So give me the Chippewas plus the 13 in South Beach. Next up, Tuesday, 6 p.m. Central, the Memphis Tigers versus the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers in the Boca Raton Bowl, which breaking news has been renamed to the Lane Kiffin Bowl. Uh, Nice. The Joey Saltwater Bowl, Boca Raton, Florida. Memphis is a five-point underdog to the coachless Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Collier, who you got?
1: Uh, No shit. Like, I'm actually really excited about this game because it actually is two good teams. I think this game could be a 45 to 50 game. Western Kentucky comes out on top. So you're taking the
2: Hilltoppers to the points? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, in your scenario that you just described, you described a push. So, um, it's dude. a
1: bold it's a bold strategy. It really is. Okay. But I'm gonna go Ain't ahead and trump a tie. <laughs> I'm going to trump my prediction and say West Kentucky late safety and they win 52 <laughs> to 45.
2: All right, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, probably not gonna happen. But Boomer, what do you got here?
0: Well, I sure as hell don't have the Western Kentucky hillbillies. That's for damn sure. I'm not going there. I I love Memphis in this game only for the reason that I remember last year Auburn taxing that ass. And there's a couple of players that are on this Memphis team that remember that. They it was a good team last year. It was a good team this year. They they are going to come in ready. This bowl game means something to them. They don't want to be embarrassed again. And Western Kentucky's lost their coach, which I thought probably had more value than – he was a top five coach of adding value to a football team, in my opinion.
2: I agree. Uh, one of my general rules of bowl season, I, I try and fade teams who've got interest, you know, interim staffs. Uh, if your head coach is left.
0: Unless it's Ed Orgeron coming in, then you always hit the –
2: Right. I'm uh, not going to be hitting him for the next two years. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, general with them. I mean, sometimes there's guys if the guys have been there a while, you know, that they'll rally around. But Western Kentucky's kind of like a revolving door of coaches, so I don't think anybody's there too long. Um, Memphis, first year program, first year coach there, he's going to, you know, this is his first opportunity to produce something in a bowl game. You're right. A lot of those dudes have a bad taste in their mouth after that Auburn game last year. So I like Memphis. Uh, in Boca time to get the job done. Maybe outright, but definitely plus the five. And think about it. You're getting points
0: in this, too. Yep. I mean,
2: it's free money right there. All right. Next up, we're going to Wednesday night. Got a little Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday action. College football every night next week. Money-making opportunities Woo! every night next week. Got to love it. We got BYU versus Wyoming. BYU, eight-and-a-half point favorite in the San Diego County Credit Union Poinsettia Bowl. BYU, eight and a half point favorite versus Wyoming. Wyoming came dangerously close to winning Mountain West, beat Boise, beat San Diego State earlier, beat some teams this year. Uh, program is going up. Um what's the guy's name? Forget, older guy from uh, North Dakota State. Forget his name Their head coach. Uh good coach. Good coach. Billy Bob. Uh Billy Bob. That's not that's not it. Uh, can't remember his name, of course. But I like Wyoming a lot in this spot here. Eight and a half. uh, You can see it climb to nine. Hell, it might get to ten. BYU has got a lot of name recognition. Wyoming doesn't. Craig Broll is his name. Uh, Wyoming does not have the name recognition quite yet, but they're uh, they're headed there, I think. And I like the Cowboys plus the nine a
0: lot right here, Boomer. Well, some people tell me that I have an addiction, and that addiction is gambling on the Wyoming Cowboys. Oh, man, they've won some money for us this year. All over them all year, and like crack, it's hard to stop. So give me give me the eight and a half. I agree with you. Going to run up to ten before game time. No question about it. A lot of people uh, have uh, seen this team go to the radar, especially losing to New Mexico there towards towards the end. Allen, fairly decent quarterback, but Hill, their running back. I mean, he's he's an absolute stud. I think they easily keep this within a touchdown.
1: Collier. All right, so both these teams last ten games, they're seven and three against the spread, which both means they uh, Vegas hadn't figured them out, and that BYU's gonna beat the shit out of Wyoming because BYU is Kings Up in Nowhere City, whatever those fucking states are called, and uh, give me the Mormons, they're just taking them down hard.
2: We all know how the Mormons love the party, and San Diego might pose a problem for them, right?
1: Yeah, it's pretty hard to pick against the Cowboys because it's so American. But, you know, these days, you just don't know. you got to take some Cougars every now and then because they've been looking pretty good out there.
2: I mean, who doesn't love a Cougar? Exactly. Not in this spot. Give me the Cowboys. All right. So, we've got one more of our scheduled first first round of bowl games. Thursday, December 22nd, 6 p.m. Central Time. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Between the Idaho Vandals, not in their home field. They played the Kibby Dome. This one's going to be played on that blue bullshit field in Boise. Oh. So, yeah, probably not going to watch it. This is going to be a score alert update game. Uh, Colorado State is their opponent. Colorado State, the fighting Mike Bobos. Mike Bobo loves to run the score up, by the way. 13 and a half point favorites against
1: Idaho. Collier, who you got? Yeah, uh, both teams have covered the spread the last seven games. I'm taking the Rams to shove it up that ass. Okay, that's, uh,
0: that's a metaphor there. Uh, Boomer? Uh, yeah, you're right about Bobo. Loves running the score up when he can. Uh, that's the reason the spread is what it is, after they beat the hell out of San Diego State. So, you know what? I'm taking Idaho at home. I think that uh, they can keep it within. It. It's going to end up being at two touchdowns. Not at home, dude. This is like Alabama
2: playing a game in Jordan-Hare and you calling it a home game.
0: Yeah, dude.
1: It's in Jordan-Hare. What are you
0: talking about? <laughs> You're right. I forgot there were two states in Idaho. That's my fault. Yeah,
2: there might be, even be three. So, Idaho for Boomer. Uh, I'm taking Colorado State. Hinted at it a minute ago. Bobo runs the score up. Uh, they're a much better team than Idaho People will, I think, some public will hop on that record. Idaho's got a little better record, eight and four versus seven and five. But you can't oh, take that.
1: Also, want to point out that all Americans, this is actually a Friday because everybody will be getting that Friday off for Christmas. Uh, I don't. Yeah, well, you're also not American. So. Well,
2: you know, the great stock market of America is not closed. So my ass will be at work. Uh, give me Colorado State Ram. Ram Nation, Bobo, cover that spread, baby Alright, so there's our first round of bowl games We're coming back next week with 15 more We've got more for you in this show But it's time We've hinted at it earlier We're giving you, right now The Stone Cold Steve Austin Lock of Bowl Week 1 Let's go You heard the intro Stone Cold's here Woo You love him We love him He's giving us bowl winners this mm-hmm. time Collier Stone Cold Steve Austin Of Bowl Lock Of the Bowl Week 1 What is it?
1: Uh, first of all Me and Stone Cold We're down on the dance floor The other night Shaking our titties around Oh <laughs> And uh, He said Hey Young man These ladies are looking pretty good And I said Yes they are Cause we're killing it On the dance floor And he gave me a fucking beer I gave him a beer, we fucking chugged it, and we both said, take the Hilltoppers against Memphis as your lock of the motherfucking week, baby. Whoa,
2: okay. Stone you getting aggressive. Woo! Boomer,
0: what have you done, Stone I, Cold? I, been talking I did about? not talk to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Therefore, I am taking the Memphis Tigers against the Hillbillies this oh. week.
1: Oh, Oh, we got a lock against a lock. Lock it up, bitch.
2: I got a couple locks for you, Mm. Um, but I'm only going to go with one. San Antonio came in a close second. Love them Roadrunners, baby. But my Stone Cold, Steve Austin, lock of Bowl Week 1 of the Red Wolves of Arkansas State against Mm -hmm. the City of Florida Golden Knights. Love Arkansas State in this spot to come out. Probably get the outright dub, but we're going to take the six points just to be safe. Arkansas State, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, lock of Bowl Week 1. Lock it up. So that does it for our scheduled college football games this weekend. Again, next week, we'll be right back at you with 15 more Bowl games, and that's when the fun really starts. That's when you get the good teams in action. This is kind of a warmer. This is the appetizer. This is the chips and salsa at the Mexican restaurant. Yep. We, we got the
0: nachos
2: and the quesadillas coming up in the next few weeks.
1: No, you can order a little case There's a couple cases. Oh, uh, quesadillas uh, okay, good. There.
0: Yeah. We, we got, got that. the heat that's coming up in these next four picks. Uh... No, that's,
2: Yeah, we got that. We got that coming up, too. Yep. So, next, we got the NFL. Thursday night game. I'm going to tell you, if you don't like bright colors, don't watch this because the Seahawks are rolling out some just, I mean, straight lime green. Nice. Color rush jerseys for tomorrow night. I'm really sad that old Jeff Fisher will not be going for the most losses in the history of the NFL tomorrow night. Uh They canned him earlier this week on Monday, and this guy always beats the Seahawks. So, I mean, I'm giving him the chance to beat him one more time, but I think maybe their thinking was, well, what if he does beat him? Then It's kind of hard to fire him after that. So, they fired Jeff Fisher. He will not be on the sidelines. But... Jim Faisal, I believe, is the interim. The St. Louis Rams traveling to Seattle Thursday night football. 16-point underdogs on the road in Seattle to a team who just got beat by like 20-something in Green Bay. Um, Sherman, of course, has had a lot to say this week. Uh, Interesting comment I saw today. He said that... If Roger Goodell cares so much about player safety, he'd like to see him suit up on a Sunday afternoon game on the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field and turn around and play a Thursday night game. It's not gonna be fun. It's not gonna be fun for either team. Uh, the Rams—they took the whole—I mean—they took Sunday off. If you watch that game, they took that day off, so um, they're gonna be the mm-hmm. fresher team. Seattle didn't play well, but they at least tried, and then they got beat up a little bit. But I'm liking the Rams. Anytime you give me 16 points in an NFL game, I don't care who it is. I'm taking it. Uh, Rams plus 16. Boomer, who you got?
0: Well, unlike you,
2: I am not going to sugarcoat this for people. The Rams blow. Oh, they're terrible. They blow. They've got such good foundation, but they're really bad.
0: And the Seahawks are awesome at home. And the home team covers almost every single Thursday night. I tallied it up earlier today and the just the pure talent wise the seahawks are better than the rams the rams just had their coach fired two days ago literally there is nothing here to tell you to go with the rams right now i'm looking at right now the rams are 11.5 percent chance of winning this game no chance no chance basically that's what that says no chance in an nfl game that is absolutely ridiculous Having said all that, I have to take the 16 points because this shit that we do is an absolute process, and it's a grind, and it's not going with the better team all the time. So I, I'm, I'm swallowing it, wasting money probably, and I'm gambling on the Rams. Okay. Uh, Carter, who you got here?
1: Yeah, I'm taking the Hawks. Like, can't believe anybody would not take them. Might be on the uh, public side right here, but they're 5%. sitting up in all lime green. And that game last week was a fluke, if anybody watched the whole thing, because the receivers, I don't know why they were doing this, but every time it touched their hands, they pop it up in the air. Green Bay would intercept it, and then it got away from them. The Rams, they blow the biggest cock in the NFL. They really do suck. I feel like they're even worse than the Browns. Well, if no. the Rams were playing the Browns, I would take the Browns.
2: Well, I mean, thats I've been taking the Browns every week, so there's no argument for me. But, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so you're on the Seahawks. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those. They're probably either going to blow them out or Seattle keeps – or, you know, St. Louis keeps Yeah, so this play. would
0: actually be a great time to take alternative bets on this game and take the Rams at plus 13-and-a-half. And the Seahawks at minus 20 and a half. And you're going to win money either way right there because one of the two is going to happen. Okay.
2: So you're trying to middle that. I don't like it. But just take the 17. Be safe. Next up, Patriots, Broncos. Brady versus Simeon. Just like we've all come to love. I guess Simeon. We hope Simeon's playing. Who knows? Uh, Lynch might be back there again. Either way, neither one of them are very good. Uh, Broncos. Three and a half point home favorite or home underdogs. I'm sorry, Uh, Collier, who you got in this spot?
1: Yeah, I'm taking Tom Brady. He needs, uh, I mean, the dude's just unbelievable. He's 39, looks like he's about 25 out there. His team is getting it together after losing Gronk. They've got some talent, they've got some guys that are playing for the first time in that offense. They're starting to get their groove. They've got three running backs that can actually run the ball. It's two of them can catch it, run some fucking yards. I'm taking the Pats. Broncos are not what they were last year. They still got a good defense, but it's really hard when your offense goes three and out all the damn time.
2: All
0: right, so you got the Patriots. Boomer, who yep. do you like here? Not like the Broncos, at with the hook. I think that losing to the Titans last week got them that hook, so there's a little bit of value right there. Playing in Denver, I mean, Tom Brady's been there before. It's always hard going against him, But right now, public is all over the Pats at an 84% clip. Vegas has lost the past three weeks very, very badly the first two weeks out of those three weeks. So I think I'm gambling – All my picks this week will be on that Vegas is going to make the money back that's built everything that they have out there on that plot of dirt. Yeah, they've uh, had a rough season, really, when
2: you look at it. um, Not their usual ways, but I think they'll come out alive. Um, This goes against everything I believe in as a gambler, but I'm taking the Patriots. Um, I mean, normally... If Tom Brady wasn't quarterbacking this, I mean, it's so stupid. I hate hearing myself say it out loud, but I just, I've watched the Broncos play. They don't have an offense. Um, Their defense is still really good, but Brady kind of counters those. I know that, you know, last year in the playoffs, but that defense isn't as good. Um, Brady's had a couple weeks of adjust without Gronk. I hate to say it. I'm I'm going to, if I take it, I'm buying the hook. Probably gonna push, but I'm still I'm still going with it. I'm still taking the Pats minus three and a half. Three and the the reason that
0: I'm going with the Broncos on this is, like I said on the Rams, it's a process. You got to bet the same way every week in the NFL. Because eventually, it does hit, and you can't start switching it up. And I don't like going against Tom Brady, but what does give me a little bit of the ease doing it is the past four weeks. It seems like the Patriots have been on their opponent's five-yard line at the end of the game with a chance to either cover or do whatever, and they've yeah, been doing stupid shit like they did on Monday when they could have easily kicked a field goal and covered, which left a bad taste in my mouth, and that might be another reason why I'm taking the Broncos. I mean, no, it's the smart play. It
2: definitely is. The Sharps will be on the Broncos, but I just can't stomach it. So that's uh, the, the key Thursday afternoon game, or Sunday afternoon game. Next up, Sunday night, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus seven against the sudden QB controversy, Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is a home, seven-point home favorite.
0: Boomer, who you got? Well, this one's tough because I was on the Giants last week because that was a clear value play right there, and the Cowboys are bound to to lose their streak of covering. That being said, this being a Sunday night game and the public's on-the-road team coming in, I think Tampa Bay might be a bit overvalued in this game i've always said there's no home advantage for the cowboys i stand by that i think there's not but i do think the cowboys are one of the top two best teams in the nfc you're getting a little bit of value at plus 100 if you take this if you take the uh the seven right now i, I don't mind the cowboys right here i it'd be a fun time to actually pull for for a good team
2: i'm uh i'm fading here i like the uh like the buccaneers I like what they've been doing uh they don't have really too many weaknesses. Um They have some games though where
0: they just kinda
2: they kinda butt. shit the bed, I agree. But they I mean they started like one and three and it's into them being really good. Defense has put it together. They got a really good defense. Um, top ten in the league, could be top five with some of those players. They got some dudes on that team. Um, quarterback play's been good. Wasn't great last week, but messy conditions. Receivers are good, lines not great, run the ball, they're okay at it, but I mean, the Cowboys are still the Cowboys on defense, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. I think they come back down to earth a little bit. I think Dak, I don't care. I
0: think that, I think that happened last week, though. That's why I'm taking the Cowboys. Okay.
2: I'm still taking the Bucks. or Collier, who you got? Yeah,
1: this is tough. I know the Buccaneers won the last five games with a win at Kansas City, which is tough. It's a tough win. Um, Dallas? Dallas? This line kind of confuses me because when I looked at this game, I thought this line would be minus three Dallas. I don't think that Dallas is a Super Bowl winning team right now. That's for damn sure. But the line just, I don't know, something weirds me out about it. I think Tampa Bay would have more value winning the last five games. I'm taking the boys minus seven.
2: Okay. I mean, that's a fair play. That's one of those that Vegas maybe entices in public play. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Got two on the Cowboys, one on the Bucks. So, one more scheduled game. We've got Monday night, the Panthers, Redskins. um, Dead zone when it comes to the line. You got it at five. Uh, Panthers are five point road dogs. Um, That's what I saw it at earlier. It might have jumped. It looks like it has. Let me check the exact line right now. Five is what it was at a little bit ago when I sent these picks out. It's at six now. Carolina, six-point dogs, and Washington, Boomer.
0: I absolutely love Washington right here. I I mean, all all they've been doing all year is covering, and they had a bump in the road pretty much uh, two weeks ago against the Cardinals, which was one that I was all over. I think that... They have a better team, especially with Luke Kuechly out. He's worth only about a half a point, maybe a point in some scenarios. Looks like he's not going to play. Um, this being at home, Monday night, uh, Washington still has their playoff hopes. They're still right there with the Cowboys and the Giants. I, I think they have more to play for in this game. And I
1: think I think that they get the touchdown win right here. Carter? Yeah, I'm on the same thing. I like the Redskins here. I know Carolina's... I don't know what the hell's happened to him this year. Maybe uh you know, losing Luke hurt, but they weren't that great of a team beforehand. So I don't know, it's just weird. Super Bowl losses I guess kinda bring you down just like national championship losses will, but damn. Give me Washington.
2: Yeah. Six point five. Make it a trifecta here. Uh, for all the same reasons, I think that Washington's got a lot more to play for. They're still right there on the edge of that playoff race, especially with Dallas playing Tampa Bay. I think they'll see that they've got an opportunity to get back in. Um, Carolina's just—I don't think they have much to play for, man. They looked pretty pathetic in that Sunday night game a couple weeks ago. Uh, I don't—I think they won last week. I didn't—I don't remember what happened there. Yeah,
1: they but, beat San Diego pretty angry.
2: but i just i don't think they get i don't think they're gonna get up for it and yeah like the redskins it gets a touchdown win here with y'all so that's it that's our scheduled games we're gonna give you one more off the book or off the radar NFL game we'll just hammer through these real quick um i'm a glutton for punishment personally um have been all year i swore them off last week i swore them off the week before the week before that but i'm taking the browns uh plus 10. <laughs> Plus 10 in Buffalo. <laughs> um, the, the Bills, I mean, Rex so, Ryan. I mean, it's the sharp side. I mean, sharp betters have lost money on them all year. Uh, Rex Ryan is almost out the door. Buffalo's playoff chances are gone. Everyone in that locker room wants to get a win. Uh, my boy Marcel Darius came out today and guaranteed a win for the Bills. That doesn't ever work out. Um Nobody wants to go 0-16. No one. And I'm taking them the rest of the year, unless they get beat by 48, which they probably will. But I'm taking the Browns
0: plus 10. Boomer, who's your off-the-radar NFL game? Stupid-ass pick. I'm going with uh, Charles Barkley and the Chicago Bears at home against the Green Bay Packers getting
2: six. Yep, I like that. That was another one for me. Collier, who you got in your
0: off-the-radar
1: game? Uh... I don't know, man. I think I'm going to go ahead and take. Uh, I have a couple written down, so I can't really decide. I know there's a bunch of weird lines. I'll go ahead and take the Colts plus 4.5 at the Vikings. <laughs> I know that uh, eventually Andrew Luck is going to do something special, and this Vikings team is really not that great. So just go ahead and give you that. Okay. Is that wishful thinking on your part? Yeah, that's kind of, you know, it is, but at the same time, sometimes you just got to get it done.
2: Yeah, I like it. So, Colts, Bears, and Browns for our off-the-radar games. Um, bowl games, we'll be back next week with some more. We'll get all these posted. Love the interactions. Keep them coming on Twitter, at DeepFriedBets. Uh, Instagram, we post fun stuff. Uh, Facebook, we're all over the place, like we always have been. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Tell your friends. um, iTunes, at the website, com, We're all over the place. Wherever good gambling advice can be found, we will mm-hmm. be there. So let's get it off. Let's we'll send off in the weekend. Ben, what you got for us?
0: Well, uh, not only with these uh, fantastic money-winning tips that we're giving off to help you buy your uh, Christmas presents, we're also giving Christmas ideas. And uh might suggest something for uh, for your lady at uh, it's like a little piece of lingerie at that store in the mall. What's, uh, what's Woo! that? we called, uh, oh yeah, Victoria, don't tell nobody. You should go Woo! there. It's got some nice stuff. Victoria, don't tell
2: nobody. Okay, Victoria, don't tell no one. I've heard that joke since I was in seventh grade, but... Have so you actually crazy. ever been in that store? What now?
1: Have you ever actually been there?
2: Been in Victoria's Secret? Yeah. Yeah, I have been in a Victoria's Secret. Mm. It's kind of lovely. Request,
1: well, uh questionable uh, decisions there, bro. I was out
2: there scoping out the ladies. Carter. what you got to send us in the weekend with?
1: Yeah, I just got a uh, public announcement. I am actually taking off this next Friday, and I will not go be going back to work until like 12 days. So I just want to have a uh, personal shout-out to all the beers out there that I will be drinking. I love y'all, and I appreciate everything you do for me except for making me fat. I'm going to try to get a couple runs in there. Probably won't happen, but guess what? The beers will be fucking flowing, baby. And sounds go. like a
2: wild time. All right, we yeah. appreciate y'all tuning in. Spread the word, tell your friends, and we'll catch you back next week for some more bowl action.
0: Woo-woo.